Today's show is brought to you by Hoopsters, the greatest basketball-themed board game ever. Listen, technology is great and all, but nothing beats sitting down to play a quick board game with your kids or your buddies, and Hoopsters is a slam dunk. It's got all the excitement and energy of basketball and the strategy of backgammon. And you can finish the game in 15 minutes, but I bet you won't play just one, though. Head to Hoopsters.store to learn more. Good times. How do we do this? How do we do this again? We do it like this, Maestro. We get ready to go live in three, two, one. Cue the coach. We are back. And it looks like sports is not that far behind. That's right, medium sports fans. It's not Monday. It sure as hell ain't Tuesday. God damn it. It's Sports Wednesday. Sports Wednesday! Coming at it with some energy after like two it. weeks off. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Sports Wednesday. Sports talk for the medium fan. That means we get some of the big stories right, but quite often we get them wrong. I hope you're cool with that, because we're cool with it. We'll go ahead and have a show. My name's Pete Brown. Mm. I am the big man on campus. You'll hear my co-host calling me BMOC. I got two co-hosts tonight. Both of them are pretty good. This guy. This guy. He's got more side hustles than he's got kids. It's the coach. <laughs> Basketball legend Matt Longley. How are you, coach? That's right. I'm a snake oil salesman. I'm doing good. Yeah. And you, that uh, powerful intro was played by this guy who channels his inner rage into maniacal forest cleanup. It's the maestro, Brian Hake. How are you, maestro? Well, you know, I'm on, uh, I'm on some steroids for my poison ivy. So I'm a, yeah, I am a little bit ragey this week, so... Be prepared. Wow, that's pretty bad. Do you have to go to the doctor? I did a a, a telehealth visit. Or mm. yeah. ah, nice. How'd that go? Good. I, I put the camera on my pre- on my prison <laughs> ivy, and she's wait, like, wait, yeah. "What? Where's what's your camera? Wait, what?" <laughs> and she's like, "Yeah, we'll get you some prednisone." And I said, "You know, I got a sore back too." And she goes, "Ah, the prednisone will help that too." So I'm, God. So I'm good double, to go. Double. Nice. Pre- prednisone for everybody. All right, he's Barry Bonds tonight. Uh, <laughs> All right, well, before we get in the show, I want to remind everyone you can follow us on the Twitters at Sport Wednesday, that's Sports Singular Wednesday, and over on Instagram at Sports Wednesday. Hey, we've, we've had two weeks off. We took a week off two weeks ago just because we needed it, and, you know, sports news is slow. Uh, and then last week just didn't seem like the right kind of week to come out with our normal brand of idiot sports talk. So uh, just in deference to everything that was going on in the country, we took last week off as well. I hope you're all cool with that. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. cool with it. All right, we got a full show sheet tonight, though, so let's get right into it, Maestro. Full show sheet! All right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Ooh, that was nice. So, uh, as Coach mentioned in the up top, some of the major sports are coming back or getting close to coming to deals to come back. I thought we'd run through them quickly. We assigned them out. Coach, you have baseball. What's going on with Major League Baseball? So, baseball had some real optimism in the beginning, but right now that is flushing down the toilet like a big fat turd because the owners in the MLBPA, the the Players Association, are battling over this length of the season and how much pay they're going to get. And the owners have drawn a line in the sand saying – 
we're not playing over 72 games and the players said we want to play an 85 game season which is almost effing impossible so essentially we have this giant game of red rover but no one's coming over no one's budging and it looks really really bad for baseball right now all right so keep tuning into korean league baseball which is on espn at 5 30 in the morning i know coach gets up for it oh yeah oh yeah you betcha you betcha let's talk hockey it's time to talk some hockey so guys i this is usually maestro's territory but i was fascinated by, by what the any what the NHL is doing for hockey. They basically concluded where they were on March 11th. They said that ended the regular season. They're taking the top 12 teams in the two conferences. So that's 24 teams and basically putting them into a playoff schedule, but super interesting. Uh, So first of all, the top four seeds play a round Robin tournament to decide the final seeding of those top four teams in each league. Okay. Then the the rest of them play a best of seven series as if uh, they do a best of five series to get in and then a best of seven series in what they're calling the first round of the playoffs. Okay. And all these games are happening in two hub cities, basically, and they haven't decided what they are. uh, But Columbus is on the list as a potential hub city. So, So Columbus did make the cut. Yeah. Okay. So uh, I'm looking right now, the Columbus Blue Jackets were the ninth seed in the Eastern Conference where we are, 579. Uh, and it looks like they're going to be playing the Toronto Maple Leafs in the best of five qualifying round. Hmm. Leave it to so, hockey to make their playoffs complicated. No <laughs> kidding. <laughs> they, at least they're not talk, calling them like the Patrick Morris in the Smythe division anymore. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so when is all this happening? It's uh, actually, so teams are now starting to practice, but a, a formal training camp's going to happen not earlier than the first half of July. So we're really thinking like August before these playoffs start. All right. Well, they, they can always play outside when it gets cold. They could. It they kills could. the virus. They could. And as you know, uh, I, I believe the NHL playoffs actually take two years and, and any given year. I don't know how they do it. Somehow they fold space at a they quantum do. level. They do. It's amazing. Happen. So, all right. Now, Meister, I gave you Major League Soccer solely based on you making one comment when we were having garage beers that you knew what Major League Soccer was doing. So tell us. Sweet. Well, I only I heard it from uh, I heard it from from Hayes, but I did a little reading up on it. So all 26 teams are going to be in this short uh, playoff season. Cool. Uh, it's going to take place at Orlando at the ESPN uh, wide world sports complex. Um, they're going down. All, all teams are going down on the 24th of June and they're going to have two weeks of training. And then from there they go into uh, like a three game group stage. And then from there uh, it gets whittled down to a knockout round. And then that's it. It's like uh, just a quick. It's almost like a tournament of twenty six teams. And how how was our beloved Columbus crew doing before this happened? And what what do you think their prospects are? Uh, I mean, they're this is kind of a rebuilding year. I mean, they they've got some decent players. I think they were what there's only what three games, two games, three games. I was going to yeah. say I think they might have been one one and one or I think one. they were one one and one or something like yeah. that. We saw their win. Yeah, we did. So that's hilarious. A three-game season, and then we're going right into this tournament. I don't care. I'm going all in. This is going to be fun to watch. It's going to be great. I think so, too. They're all, you know, it's funny because we talked about, like, send all the players to an island or whatever. Yeah. And, like, that's what they're doing. They're going to Orlando. Yeah, they're going to Orlando. Speaking of Orlando, Coach, what's going on with the NBA? The NBA has a pretty set plan. They're also going to the Worldwide of Sports in Orlando and Disney. 
They are going to basically, they've whittled it down to 22 teams. They're going to play an eight game, finish up the regular season seeding, basically mini tournament or mini season. Um, out of those 22 teams, 13 are West Coast teams, nine are East. Um, and then there's, after they've played those eight games, then they're going to seed the playoffs. And there's going to actually be a play-in tournament for the eighth and ninth teams to play to get the eighth seed. And then they're just going to play the playoffs all in Orlando. So it basically starts July 31st. The players and the mini camp starts July. I think it's two weeks before. And then the, the finals will be done no later than October 12th. And that is the NBA season. So they're doing it. They're getting it set up. It's all in Orlando. Here we go. And uh, so, so basically it sounds like we're going from having nothing to talk about sports-wise to, to a lot. We're going to have a ton come Fast. mid-July. Yes. So what do you think of this? This these eight teams that got left out of the NBA playoffs? I think it's kind of dog shit. I think they should have let them all in. I think they should, if they're going to do it, let them all in. Or have those eight do a play in tournament? Or yeah. I think was it Maestro that said maybe do a draft and have like two super teams drafted out of those eight teams? Yeah, yeah. that'd be sweet. That would be pretty cool. So uh, the Cleveland Cavs left out, as well as the Chicago Bulls, uh, New York, Minnesota, Detroit, Atlanta, and Charlotte. Here's the thing that I don't like about this, and mm-hmm. I'm not the guy. I understand cuts are part of life, mm-hmm. particularly at the NBA level, but. Yes. The NBA is basically saying to these teams, you don't put a quality product on the on the court. We're not wasting right? our time you, with you your, right now. Your product doesn't me- it doesn't measure up. Uh, so, coach, who 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 are the teams to beat? Uh, the and teams how did Golden State get in? By the skin of their chinny chin chin, they must have been just at the bottom. They weren't bad enough to make it. Um, well, right now the the hands on favorites are uh, it's L.A. and in Milwaukee. Um, but in a short season like this, a team like Houston that just scores the shit out of the ball, I would I would be very afraid of Houston right now. Well, and nobody's injured, right? Or they shouldn't be. No, so. Well, no, no. But Although um, a couple games of not playing, they might get injured. Uh, there will be injuries. Trust me, someone's going to come up lame. But some of those big, some of those big name players, they have they have gyms and <laughs> courts yeah. in their house. Yeah. Yeah, well, I'll tell you what. Uh, we're not doing it this week, but we're going to be making some serious picks on all of these I things. I can't wait. I think particularly for NBA, because we don't have a, a dog in the race, so to speak, that we each uh, need to adopt a team that we're going to be pulling. I'm for. excited so about that. Be thinking about that, so coming up. All right, so I wanted to end with the NBA because it transitions right into our next bit. And Maestro, if you have music for this, you don't have, we, we don't have to, but we've been wanting to talk about Last Dance on ESPN. Ten-part documentary series uh, about Michael Jordan and the Chicago Bulls. Uh, ostensibly the top line narrative is the story of the 98 bulls, which was the last dance team because they knew that Phil wasn't coming back. So they were going to get broken up, but they tell the whole story from Jordan getting drafted all the way up. Uh, it, it really is like the Michael Jordan story. Uh, I thought it was fantastic. Coach, I know you watched all 10. What was your take on it? I agree. And I know like the, the, the biggest critics of it are saying that it's what you just said. It's, it's basically Michael Jordan's journal. It's it's all about him, but I don't care because he's the greatest basketball player that I've ever seen play. 
and watching him. And, you know, of course that was right in our wheelhouse of experiencing him. Yeah. Um, I just thought it was fascinating. Like I said, in a couple episodes, I don't know how long ago it was. I was like, they need to do this shit with every major league sport and do it like maybe once every three years or something and pick a team and What's follow he- them and do this type of story, this 10 piece story over a year and even do some, I mean, coach, I, I, yeah, coach. Yes. I've got, I've got news for you. That's going to make the rest of your week. Oh my God, please. They, they have a 10 part story that they're working on and guess who it's about. Who? Dream Weaver. Oh, Tommy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They are working on a major oh. documentary project about Tom Terrific oh, right now. Oh, that is just going to make, oh, that's such good news. So why, did, right. why did it take so long for them to finish? The, the yeah, Michael Jordan. Because they had that footage for so many years. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, Maestro. I, that's probably worth digging into because I, it's probably not. Well, he had to get his blessing. I bet. I bet you he. Yeah. They've been sitting on it, and he finally they they worked it, and he finally decided they'd do something with it. To Maestro, me, I know. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. I was gonna say, Maestro. I know you're just getting into it, but what what's been your take so far? No, I really like it. It's it's funny because you know we. I probably didn't watch the Bulls as much as you two did, but I, you know, it was a happening when I was younger. Um, but what I was fascinated about, I'm, I'm more fas- fascinated by Scottie Pippen, I think. And so I'm just, oh, yeah. I'm two episodes in, but it's weird. Like in my memory, I thought Scottie Pippen was already there when Jordan came on. So I didn't realize Pippen was actually came after. Yeah. So that, that was a surprise to me. And, and his whole being underpaid, I was just like, oh, damn, that was, yeah. that, that was brutal. What what a jerk Reinsdorf is. He's he pays Michael Jordan his full salary while Jordan's playing baseball, but he won't give Scottie Pippen a raise when Pippen's like the third best player in the league and he's paid at the 123rd best player in the I league. I know. So um, but the other thing I, that I thought was funny, we watched the second episode last night and there's something about Jerry Krause that he reminds me uh, of Ryan Day. He looks like the coach for Ohio State. Yeah, like he could like be like, his, day, yeah. like his older brother or his yeah. uncle or something. I don't know. I feel like right before they turn the camera on, he's like, "Okay, I gotta, I gotta just lift this one eyebrow up way <laughs> higher than the other." One. <laughs> I'm assuming he's not alive. Is he's that dead? Yeah, he, he did die. Alive. Oh God, he looked like he was gonna die in the middle of a documentary. Yes. So, uh, okay, one surprising thing that you've learned from Last Dance so far. And I'm, I'll go first. I, I was surprised to learn what an asshole Michael Jordan is. Yes. <laughs> and I get that that's part of driving your team and driving them towards excellence. But I just, I loved listening to his teammates say things like, you know, Michael, if you're, if you're that committed to basketball, he, he's an acquired taste. Yes. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I didn't feel a lot of like, um, especially the way he treated Scotty Burrell. Mm-hmm. And like, and Scotty just seems an Come on, set. Scotty. Come he's, on, Scotty Burrell. I know. And he's such a good guy. And he's like, oh, he, yeah, he was an a hole. Yeah. He was really good at basketball. Uh, okay. What surprised you, Maestro? Uh, I mean, the, the things I mentioned before, but also, um, I, you know, I didn't know that Steve Kerr played for the Bulls. So, like, I was like, hey, uh, yeah. Hey, that guy oh. also, and he's exactly the same as he is now. It's like oh. the same dude. He could probably still shoot lights out. I don't think he's aged a single day. <laughs> he is. He's that, a vampire. But this, uh, I don't want to spoiler alert this maestro, but uh, that conflict between him and Jordan was a pretty tense moment. Yes. 
So, and, and I think they both emerged from it better players and with better sense of respect for each other. Oh, and, and uh, I don't want to kill it either, but uh, Kerr at the, um, the Grant Park, his mm-hmm. speech at Grant Park is one of the best. It's fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Where he said, once again, I had to bail out Jordan. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Coach, anything that surprised I mean, you? Yeah, mine wasn't. I mean, it's it's no surprise that there was a dis, there was a disdain between uh, the players and especially Jordan and Jerry Krause, but like the absolute blatant disrespect that they treated that man. Like I know he was breaking yeah. up the bulls, but like the way they treated this man that was supposed to be their boss was it was almost cringy at times. Like the way they would make fun of him and yeah. and you know he's a man of short stature. He's, he's got a little, <laughs> they even say he's got a Napoleon complex and like is as dumb as he was for what he did to that team. He was a really good and smart man when it came to basketball. He just missed, he was misguided, but damn, did they treat him bad? Yeah, so imagine this is a big scenario. What if he kept that team together for an, how many more years could they have won championships? One more. Just one. One more, I think, because with that team, if you kept, let's say you keep the three, you're talking about Jordan, Rodman, yeah. and Pippen. Pippen yeah. still could play a ton. Jordan's still going to be solid. Rodman would have self-imploded. And then the, sure. the other pieces would have, they, it would have taken a lot for them to pull that back. I think they would have, maybe one more year. Yeah. But one more year would have been seven. That's fantastic. Yeah. I learned, uh, I learned Ron Harper, I, I remember he played for the Bulls after he was on the Cavs. Uh, so he's in there a bit, but his only direct camera quote in all 10 episodes is saying he ran off in that Cavs game in 89 and said to Lenny Wilkins was a coach, right? Yes. Put me on MJ and, and Wilkins said, no, I'm putting Elo on him. And I was just like, man, that would have that that been such a, a different story if yes. he put Harper on him. That changed our whole narrative of being a Cavs yeah. fan. Yeah. So uh, it's on ESPN. I watched it on ESPN Plus. And uh, all 10 episodes. And I'll tell you what, I, I worry about something that's as long as 10 episodes. And I, they did a, a masterful job keeping you engaged in this thing. Oh, yeah, because yeah. they jump around, you know, they'll, yep. and then they, then they end the, where they, you know, they bring the story back at the end. At least that's how the first two have been. Yeah. It's, so it's really good. So, Pete, as, as a documentarian yourself, you, you felt yeah. like they did a nice flow and they did a nice job with that? Yeah. Yeah, and just what Maestro said, their ability to jump between two timelines. I love that. They did with really beautiful visuals to make those transitions, but they did it really well. And then they kind of meet at the end. It's kind of cool how yeah. they did that. Yeah. And yeah, they they had to have some mojo in their in their uh, computers because they were resin up a lot of stuff, you know. So I know yeah. maybe that's maybe that's why it took so long to get some it's of that traditional video, <laughs> yeah, to render that up. It looked great though. I always knew, uh, by the way, Jordan was a big gambler. I knew he played cards and golf for a lot of money. But like just seeing him with the security guys and they're pitching pennies for twenty bucks a pop. I know. I was like he really likes to gamble. He's he right up coaches there. Like he and I are kindred spirits. And he's got that one security guy who's a white guy with uh, with a perm and the mustache. Yeah, that guy was great. Like, what's he stopping? No one. <laughs> All right, that's last dance. Uh, well worth it. Oh, can you guys believe what's coming up next? I cannot. We have not done this in a long time, everybody. It's time for Locks of the Week. Locks of the Week. Of the week. All right. 
We're doing this. Uh, we're not doing recommendations this week. We have actual sports happening in the world. Uh, it's in Korea and Germany, but that's good enough for us. <laughs> it's in the world. Start, yep, we're going to start with the KBO, the Korean Baseball Organization. By the way, uh, if you listen to Only a Game podcast, they had a real interesting story about the KBO on their most recent episode. Nice. Uh, you want to pick one KBO game between uh, June 10th and June 15th, any game, just give me a winner. We'll go to Maestro first. Ooh, me first. Ooh. I'm going to take uh, – this is the Saturday, uh, June 13th game. I'm going to take the Bears over the Eagles. Bears over the Eagles. I don't know what the cities are, but – All right, Coach, what do you got? I'm going to take – I think mine's a Friday game. I am taking the NC Dinos over the Kiwoom Heroes. Dinos over heroes. Take it to the bank. All righty. I am uh, picking Uh the Kiwoom heroes over the Samsung Lions. That's that's Thursday night game. Yeah, heroes over the Lions. Have you guys watched any of these games? I have. What do you think? Isn't there an Ohio State pitcher? There's an Ohio State pitcher on one of those teams, isn't there? Not, Not the game I watched. I thought I saw it on one of the Twitters. But there was it's good baseball. I mean, yeah. the, the, the fastballs don't seem to come in as hot, um, but it's good fundamental baseball. Jesus, it's baseball, and I've, I've, it's, I've, uh, I've watched it. So, I'm a baseball guy, I'm a baseball guy, I'm a baseball guy. So that those are our KBO picks, uh, locks of the weeks. Again, it's been a long time since we've done them. So just to remind you, a lock means go get a second mortgage, go borrow some money from your brother-in-law, and wager on these these locks. Put it all on there. They're going to come in. All right, we're heading over to Maestro's fatherland here, the Bundesliga. Bundesliga. One game between the 10th and the 15th, and we'll go to coach first. All right, I'm going to take – it's a Saturday game. I am taking Dortmund. Over Dusseldorf. Oh, that was my pick. <laughs> everybody wanted that one. Everybody, wanted that everybody one. loves Dortmund over Dusseldorf. That's why I got first pick. Yep. All right. So what about you, Maestro? You got well, luckily, I had a backup. Oh, you always have a backup. I know, because I always know you pick my, my picks. Yes, uh, this is also on the 13th. I'm going to take Bremen Ooh. over Pat- Paderborn. Paderborn. And this, season, right. this season's really still very early, right? So they don't even have yes. much. There's not that much going good. on in the tables. No, the tables are not, pretty light. Not much in the tables. I'm going with my backup as well. I'm, I'm taking Leipzig over <gasps> ha- Hoffenheim. Hoffenheim. So did everybody take Dortmund? Everyone was taking Dortmund over Dusseldorf? Yeah, because we looked at the table. I looked at the tables place. too. They're in first place. <laughs> So I, I was taking it merely because Great Lakes has that Dortmunder gold in cans now, and I've been noise. enjoying it. Dortmunder gold. Dortmunder gold. All right. Good All stuff right. there. Those are your Bundesliga and Korean baseball organization locks of the week. Locks, locks of the week. So cruising right along today. I think with that two weeks of rest has us right on point. Maestro, what's coming up now? <gasps> oh, well, we're skipping up, so it's... Yeah. Unnecessarily complicated, trivia. Come on! Unnecessarily complicated, 
Love that lag. Fix it in post. Oh, man. So good. Fix it in post. So good. Uh, all right, Maestro, it's it's your week. I know you oh, called us crap. out last time. We skipped over you once. Now you get it. This is my payback. UCT. You get it for the next six weeks. You wanted oh, it so bad. dear, dear, dear. Bring it. Well, um, I, I scrambled a little bit, a little bit, but. I will say my ins- my inspiration was watching some youth baseball over the weekend, and uh, my son's team has a couple lefties on it. So I was like, "Yeah, lefties." Um, so I'm gonna s- I'm gonna talk about lefty kickers in the NFL. Ooh, lefty kickers. So this is a two parter. We'll see how well you do on the first part, and then we'll decide if we're gonna do the second part. All right, you guys ready? Yeah. So there were five field goal kickers in the history of the NFL that are actually in the top 20 of field goal kickers all time. Okay. And I'm curious to see if you guys can get three of them. They're lefties, lefties, lefty field goal. kickers. They're in the top 10, top 20. Oh, top 20. Yeah. Uh, Morton Anderson. There you go. There's one. Nice. Um, this is a uh, lefty. I feel like Gary Anderson was too. No. No. How about uh, Matt Barr? No. <laughs> Chris Barr. There's two guys, two big names on this list. Actually, three more names, but two that you guys should know because they they either have recently retired or they are, they're still playing. Oh, Seabass. Uh, uh, Seabass. Janikowski. Yep. Oh, the Norris. Yep. What about what about um, Elam? Wrong. Nope. Not Elam. Uh, how about the dude that played for the Patriots and then the Colts? Vinatieri. No, no, he's a righty. Oh. <clears throat> you're, gonna to, you're gonna have to give us a hint here. I'll Maestro. give you a hint. So he, this guy was a longtime uh, Eagles kicker. Eagles. Um, I said that like I knew it, but I didn't. I think he then I think he went to Green Bay. He's been around, but um, he was on my he's on one of my fantasy leagues. His first name is David. Is what? Uh, David Akers. Yep, David Akers. Yeah. That's a good pick. All right. There's two more, right? Two, well, there's two more, but I don't know if you'll get them. You got three. How deep are they? Are they deep cuts? Uh, the, uh, one's one's probably a, a little bit outside of recent times, but the other one is a guy that I think that has still been in the league for a while. His first name is John. John. Does that help? No. <laughs> who's he? Who's he currently play for now, or who do he play for? Oh, let me look it up. Damn it! I didn't write down that kind of stuff. You guys are normally. You guys know everybody. I know, but kickers. I uh, left-handed kickers. As soon as you tough. said lefty, I was like, oh, "He's going to do lefty pitchers, lefty pitchers." Here we go, here we go, kickers, and it tore yep. my whole head off. Nice job, nice job there. I'm a. It's been so long since football season. I, I'm like, I can't even remember kicker. Who is a kicker? What's a kicker? Uh, what do they do? Jason Elam. We said him, right? Yes. He's not one. Elam's not. I loved Elam. So this uh, other guy played for. He played for the Seahawks in the nineties. Nineties. Went to Georgia. Mm, Georgia kicker. Give me his first John Ty Cobb. John. Uh, Don't know. All right. I'm just going to tell you. Yes. 
John Casey. Oh, I would have known John Casey. Or, or it's, maybe it's Casey. I don't know. No, it it's K-A-S-A-Y. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yes. And then the the oldie old timey kicker. The old the older guy is uh his name is John Nedney. Nedney. Uh, Nedney. 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 Plays for San Francisco, I think. Nedney. <laughs> All right. Lefty kickers. So- what what was part two of this here? Part two is punters. Oh, yeah. So lefty punters, I guess they're a little bit more prevalent in the NFL. There's a lot more of them, actually. Is Ray Guy a lefty? Ray Guy was not on the list that I saw. He would but, be on um, there. He'd be the best. But I guess, like, there's a whole thing. Like, Belichick loves lefty punters. I don't know why. There's, like, a oh, thing about lefty punters. Weird. Mm-hmm. But I was going to see if you guys could name any of those guys. There's a few that are actually... Like a handful of these guys are actually still playing. God, I have low P. I have LPK. I have low. I know. I know. Well, I'm going to name them off. I'm going to name All them. Right, off. Do it. Do it. Uh, Tressway. Tressway. Donnie Jones. Donnie. Kevin Huber, who's the Cincinnati Bengals. Remember, he's the one that broke his leg against the Steelers. Oh yeah, I remember that. Uh, Ryan Allen, Dustin Colquitt. He's been around. I remember Colquitt. Uh, Chris but, Jones, Ben yes. Graham, and Dave Zastudili. Oh, yeah. Dave Zastudil. Dave Zastudil. Dave is a pop. He's a bobcat. Oh, I have bobcats. Woo! Zastudil. Maestro, did you know he was a bobcat? I did not. But his name looked familiar, so maybe that's yeah. why. We saw him punt. Dave Zastudil saw him punt. He was a high school, high school quarterback and punter. Like a Tom Tupa, everybody. Mm-hmm. So this was... Yes. Kickers, that's good. Nice job. I gotta tell you, Maestro's playing is just filling me with joy tonight. It really is. All right, uh, I don't see anything under rants and corrections. You guys have either of those? I don't, I don't have any rants or corrections. Gonna be a lovely pass through right to the two minute hell. That's right, the two-minute drill. Coach, tell us how it works. Well, we got two minutes. We all go twice. We get 20 seconds. We can talk about anything we want, not necessarily sports-related, and we usually go way over. All righty. <laughs> that was a very good, succinct. No wonder the show's popping tonight. All right, fellas, we are going to go tonight. Coach Maestro, BMOC. Coach, are you ready? Uh, just about. Let me get me ready, and I'm ready. The two-minute drill starts now. Okay, Cam Newton has been rumored to be going nowhere except one place. There's rumors, there's whispers, and that would be New England. And today, they're almost saying it's going to happen. It may happen. Cam Newton is going to be the next quarterback for the New England Patriots. Time! Maestro. Christian Ronaldo, the world-famous soccer player, plays in Europe, handsome, devil he became the first soccer player to earn one billion dollars in his career that dude made 105 million dollars from june 2019 to june 2020 christian ronaldo 
time. All right. Uh, look, I know there's not a lot of sports to talk about, but if I see one more online article redrafting the class of 2007, redrafting the class of kickers in 2006, just stop. No one wants to read it. It's terrible. Terrible writing. Time, coach. Happy 73rd birthday to Thurman Munson. He passed away August 2nd, 1979. Uh, He was a Yankee, and I hate the Yankees, but I love Thurman Munson. My dad made me catch because he loved Thurman Munson. So happy 73rd to the captain, Thurman Munson. Great mustache. Great. Nice I thought when I saw that in the show sheet, I thought it was Thurman Munster. And I'm like, how does he know about Thurman Munster? What? Oh. Oh, that's So, if you got friends. In low places. In low places, high places. You want to have them over? Drink in your, drink in your garage. Because that's the where, that's the place that. Good friends drink is in the garage. It's good times always. You might have a fancy patio. You might have a fancy kitchen or a little basement bar. But try the garage sometime because I'm telling you, that's the place to be. Time! Time. Garage beer is good for the soul. No one argues that. Thank you. Uh, all right. We heard, we found out this week that uh, former Cleveland Browns coach Hugh Jackson in 2017 begged the team, urged the team to sign Colin Kaepernick, and they did not do it. And uh, – I think all we can say about the signing is there's no way he could have been any worse than the 2017 Browns. No way. Time! And that's the two-minute drill. Two-minute drill! And I will tell you, fellas, we went a little bit over. I'm going to take bids. We're doing closest to the pin tonight for episode MVP. Coach, what do you got? I'm going to go 230 flat. 230 flat. Maestro? 222. 222. And uh, once again, Maestro, 222, the closest, the actual time was 231. Sorry, Coach. Maestro's the MVP. (laughs) I get it. I get it. I get it. Oh, man. Uh, 222. No works. No works. No works at all. I get it. So uh, funny that you brought up Cam Newton because apparently PD has had him on the phone. Oh, I knew this it. This entire episode, they would have been a good to talk about him. Oh, I bet you wore a special suit, too. Yeah. It's going to be weird seeing him in a Patriot It uniform. really is. All right, folks, unless there's anything else, that's all the sports fit to be discussed in a medium sort of way. Until Wednesday next, and on behalf of basketball legend Matt Longley and the maestro Brian Hake, I'm Pete Brown, the big man on campus, saying good times, everyone. Good times. <laughs> Solid. Solid. Sports Wednesday is produced by Blue Monkey Communications and features basketball legend Matt Longley, the maestro Brian Hake, and me, Pete Brown. Some music and sound effects from today's show came from the websites audionautics.com and freesound.org. Visit sportswednesday.com for complete attribution. You can follow us on Twitter at Sport Wednesday, that's sport with no S, Wednesday, and on Instagram at Sports Wednesday. 
For more information about the board game Hoopsters, visit hoopsters.store, drop your email address in, and we'll keep you in the loop. Until next Wednesday, and on behalf of basketball legend Matt Longley and the maestro Brian Haig, I'm Pete Brown, the big man on campus, saying good times, everybody. Good times. Good times.